And we open a new season here on Bob Long Sports. It's LaSalle basketball with the home opener here from Winmore, Pennsylvania. Bob Long, Billy Reardon alongside for a matchup of two undefeated teams early in the season. It's the Explorers of LaSalle against the Electrons of Ben Franklin High School, a Catholic versus public league matchup. Starting lineups here for the Explorers, Jared Stukes, a junior at 5'10", will be the point guard. Matt Paulus, number 11, a 5'11", junior. Dan Rimaldi, a senior at 6'4", will be in the front court, along with Shane Stark, a senior at 6'6". And then Ryan McTamney, the big man that can shoot from the outside at 6'5". For Franklin High School, Amir Mason will be in the backcourt, a sophomore 5'8". Marquise Horton, 6'1", senior. Number four, Omar Young-Jordan is a 6'6", senior in the front court, along with Isaiah Wilmore at 6'4", and Mike Kane at 6'6". Bob Long and Billy Reardon alongside. We're excited to bring you a new season of Explorer basketball. And, Billy, it is an opportunity for both teams. LaSalle's first home game and Franklin, an opportunity against a well-regarded Catholic League program to test their medal early. Yeah, definitely. It's, uh, it's always good when the Philly Public League and the, uh, the Catholic League get to play one another. Always, uh, always a bit of a rivalry between the two uh, conferences, divisions. So, uh, yeah, should be a good matchup. Explorers now to break the huddle. They will wear their home white uniforms. Ben Franklin for dressed very similarly to the Hofstra Pride with the royal blue uniforms, the white trim on the yellow numbers and lettering. Explorers will attack here in the first quarter from left to right on your radio dial. It will be Shane Stark, the 6'6 center, to tip off against Mike Kane, also 6'6" for the Electrons of Franklin. Cole McShane tips the ball up and we are underway. Quickly the Explorers move down the floor. McTamney went up and missed with the right hand. Rebound tracked down, but out of bounds was number 12 Isaiah Wilmore of the Electrons. And LaSalle will take the ball. Dan Romaldi to inbound from the side court. He finds McTamney. Inside to Stark, across the lane, the running hook is no good. And the rebound down to Isaiah Wilmore. Amir Mason up the floor for the Electrons. The high right-handed dribble to the corner, finds Marquise Horton, finds his way through the lane, but good active hands. Matt Paulus causes the steal. Now it's Stukes all the way to the rim, and it's taken high off the glass. A big-time block. McTamney with the rebound, and he goes up and gets fouled on the way there. But, Billy, a huge block that time from Omar Young-Jordan at 6'6", and he is yeah, still down, down. on the baseline. Down. That ball, Billy, was on the upper echelon of the square on the backboard, and he went up and got it. He's up now walking around, but an early show of athleticism here from Winmore, Pennsylvania. Yeah, that was a crazy, crazy block. He certainly got up there on that one. McTamney, who got that ensuing rebound and went up with it, got fouled. His first free throw is up and good. The first score of the game. one nothing Explorers, 7.26 to play. We'll play eight-minute quarters here in high school basketball. The sharpshooter McTamney knocks down the second, and the Explorers lead by two. A bit of three-quarters court pressure for the Explorers. Nearly walking with the ball, but instead the pass comes all the way 
inside of the lane, and Kane is able to finish off the glass. A good look from Omar Young-Jordan, who got caught up in the air. Yeah, and he broke the press pretty easily on that one. We'll see if they uh, go to that continuously throughout the game. Lots of room now for Stark. One-on-one, -on -one, backs inside, tries to find his way to the right hand, and finishes strong off the glass. Good move down low, good move. The press once again commences. Double team comes. They throw it over the top for Kane. Kane head fakes. Now goes up from short range. Stark with the rebound off the back iron. Stukes up the floor quickly for the Explorers. To the baseline comes McTamney. The safety valve now is Stukes. McTamney gets it back on the baseline. Good lob over the top. An easy two off the glass for Ryan McTam or I should say Shane Stark. And that's off the feed from the senior Ryan McTamney. Great, great assist on that one. Good dribble into the lane, but it's taken off the hands of Marquise Horton by Dan Romaldi. Now the Explorers have some numbers. They pull it up a little bit. To the sideline now, Paulus from the corner. Front iron no good, and it's fought for by two members of the Electrons, and nearly going down on the play was Mike Kane. It's now Amir Mason to settle down and dribble the ball into the front court. Switched out of the press on this possession, did LaSalle's defense. Ball is knocked out of bounds. Good active hands from Jared Stukes, the junior 5'10 point guard for the Explorers. 5.48 to play, first quarter. A 6-2 lead for the home Explorers, playing their third game of the season and their first here in their gym. Good move. Cannot get it to finish, but tipped up and in. It went all the way around the rim by Omar Young-Jordan. Got his own rebound and tipped it in with the left hand. Great effort by Jordan on that one. Matt Paulus now with a little bit of pressure in the backcourt. Has no trouble getting it up the floor. Rimaldi to the top of the key. McTamney thought about the three, a high right-handed dribble. Now comes to Stukes. Stukes gets blocked, and you're seeing the athleticism from Omar Young-Jordan, who spikes it past the baseline and out of bounds. Got a lot of blocks so far today, Bob. Clearly, we already have three. Clearly some athleticism here. And yep. Now a technical foul will be called against Jared Stukes. He was the one that was blocked on the play. And Ben Franklin was ready to shoot a free throw on the LaSalle end. <laughs> but Amir Mason now realizes probably a bit at the um, urging of his teammates that we're going to shoot on the other end of the floor. Yes, yes. And he wasn't even the one taking the, taking the shot. You got to love the eagerness, though. <laughs> it's early season basketball. You want to get some shots up. This will be Isaiah Wilmore to take the technical foul shots. First is up and good. That could be big. This could be big. Early opportunities here for Franklin to get points on the board with the clock stopped. It's now 6-5. Wilmore's second back iron a bit too strong. 5-18 to play first quarter. A 6-5 lead for the home explorers. Dressed in their home whites and the traveling electrons of Franklin High School in their royal blue road uniforms. Back to action. It will be Marquise Horton. Horton with the skip pass, finds his way to Wilmore, and a bit of a shove that time undercut by Matt Paulus. So the ensuing throw will come from underneath the basket by Wilmore. Wilmore. Able to get it in, now a three. That is short, and the rebound down to Stark. That came off the hands of Amir Mason, that baseline tray. 6-5, five, under five minutes to play, first quarter. 
Jared Stukes. Now Matt Paulus, elbow extended at the three-point line. Stark now gets the pass, backs his way into the lane, double clutches and gets blocked. And now a ticky-tack foul called in the backcourt against number 15, Dan Romaldi. But that's the third block on the afternoon here from Omar Young-Jordan. Afternoon becoming evening here in Winmore, Pennsylvania, and blocks reigning free. Now after that, in that early foul, up the floor come the Electrons. Foul line, fake the shot. Instead, a nice pass from Young Jordan off to Mike Kane, who floated it home. Matt Paulus now up the floor for the Explorers, number 11. Ryan McTamney at the top of the key. Stark now has it, dribbles toward the top of the key and finds the safety valve in Jared Stukes. Baseline now, McTamney has it all the way to the hole and finishes with the left hand. That's some skill to keep it away from the shot blocker and to get it up and off the glass. Electrons up the floor quickly. Mike Kane, a good pass, and that's too easy as he found Isaiah Wilmore at the weak side block for an easy lay-in. They broke the press again. It seems to be the... Uh what the Explorers are trying to go for early on, and uh, it's not really working out defensively so far. Good head fake from Paulus on the baseline. The shot from just inside the three-point line is a bit short, and tracking down the rebound is Amir Mason. Almost mishandled that one, almost took it out of bounds. Tiptoed the line, the baseline, after getting that rebound. And a travel, thought about it for a little while, the referee did, but finally got that call right. Clearly a shuffle by Isaiah Wilmore, and the Explorers will take over. It's a 9-8 lead for Franklin High School, a matchup of Catholic versus Public League here in what should be a raucous Philadelphia high school basketball scene all year long, and this is just one of the early indications of it. Matt Paulus, with a bit of pressure in the backcourt from Amir Mason, is able to break the press fairly easily. Now Zach Chrysler into the game, finds Paulus coming off the screen. The three is just short, and the rebound down to Omar Young-Jordan. Young-Jordan is all over the place. A very long, lanky player. At 6'6", I would argue that the wingspan is the most impressive part of what he has to offer. Absolutely. And they're trying to feed him the ball. He's looking for it. Inside, might have been blocked by Chrysler, and he comes up with it. Now Paulus. Pass all the way up the floor, a bit too hot to handle for Conrad Kiska. And another turnover for the Explorers. He's going to want that one back. That was an easy bucket. So we mentioned Chrysler and Conrad Kiska. They are both into the game for the Explorers, new substitutions, as well as Phil Held, a 6'3 senior. 9-8 the score, 2.35 to play first quarter. Bob Longsworth's broadcast of LaSalle versus Franklin High School from Winmore, Pennsylvania. And a steal from the Explorers. Kawaji Carter could not find Mike Kane. Phil Held was there for the steal. Paulus inside to Chrysler, has some room, comes to the inside, and the foul will be called as he stepped through the double team and got the ball up in the air toward the rim. He will take two foul shots on the shooting attempt. Young Jordan did not agree with that foul call. I think he thought there might have been a travel, and yeah. certainly it was close to that, Billy.
First free throw up and good from Chrysler. Second free throw is no good, and the rebound down to the electrons of Ben Franklin High School. This is Amir Mason. Mason comes off the screen. Now to the baseline, and a foul will be called against Phil Held. Knew he was beaten to the baseline by Kawaji Carter. Forced to shove his body into him, and now a foul. Called on Held will result in an inbounds play underneath the basket of the Electrons. Paulus to come out of the game for the Explorers. Into the lane. Floater no good from Isaiah Wilmore, but a good job to track it down by Carter. Now Mason to the baseline, draws the double and dribbles out of it. A minute 45 to play, first quarter. Nine apiece. Carter again draws a double team. Good handles to stay with it and is able to resettle up top. Billy, we're getting into that territory where they may think about keeping it for the remainder of the quarter. Unless they get a really good look, and this might just be that. In the lane, he finishes strong. Isaiah Wilmore found space and got it over the outstretched arm of Zach Chrysler. Took the lead on that one. Now the Explorers back up the floor. McTamney saves a turnover, Aaron comes into the lane and gets blocked. It was blocked by Kawaji Carter, but you're right, Billy. It's, it's the second mistake from Kiska here this afternoon. Yep, and he's only been in for a few minutes. A Some bit early nerves. Early jitters, I think that's a great point here. First home game for him. Kiska, a freshman at 6'5 for this Explorer team, have certainly high hopes for him. Stukes finds his way in toward the lane. The kick out for McTamney, long three, no good. The littlest guy on the floor, Amir Mason, at 5'8", gets the rebound, and he's up the floor quickly now. Now almost certainly to hold for the last shot. Up to 11-9, the Electrons will hold it with under 35 seconds to play in the first quarter. Aimlessly dribbling the ball by the Explorer at the center logo spot here in the LaSalle Gymnasium. Amir Mason. Not much activity at this point. We tick under 16 seconds to play now. The Explorers in a man-to-man -man defense. It's Jared Stukes up top guarding. Now Mason comes off a screen, shoots a three, back iron no good, and the rebound down to the freshman. Need to move quickly and did not have a good sense of the time. Conrad Kiska unable to move that ball up the floor and after eight minutes of play, it's the Electrons 11. LaSalle nine. Billy, what were your thoughts on what we saw here, the first eight minutes of play? And if you're LaSalle, you're in the huddle right now, what are your thoughts and how to turn this game more in your favor? A bit of a surprise so far. I think, uh, I mean, LaSalle, obviously, first home game. Always tough to play on the road, so Franklin's at a bit of a disadvantage, and they showed up late, so they weren't they did exactly. Not exactly warmed up in the traditional no. sense. No, but they, uh, they came out. Pretty hot to uh, start the first quarter. 11-9 uh, to nine lead heading into the uh, second quarter. So we'll see if they can continue. This is Bob Long Sports coverage of LaSalle College High School basketball. And for those of you that have listened over the course of the season, you know we've been doing lots of Explorer games, the football team, the soccer team. We recently did a hockey game 
from the Wells Fargo Center, and we certainly look to continue all those efforts. And this is game one of what will be a long season for us here at Bob Long Sports. We will carry every single LaSalle home game as well as most road games. So keep this channel handy. Put it in your favorites because this is where you want to be. And if you want to keep in touch with us and our program, you can follow us on Twitter at Bob Long Sports. That's at Bob Long Sports on Twitter. And join our Facebook group as well. Bob Long and Billy Reardon here as we begin the second quarter. Keon Boykin throws the ball aimlessly, but it might have been tipped and actually confirmed that it was tipped that time by Jared Stukes. It hit Stukes on the, on the knee, it, it appeared. Now to inbound underneath the basket. Another one hits a knee. This time it's Shane Stark who is guarding the inbounder. It's turning into a soccer game here, Bob. <laughs> 11 and 9 the score. Nearly a travel, but able to get it up to the top of the key was Boykin. He's now guarded by Paulus. Isaiah Wilmore, elbow extended. The Explorers now go into a matchup zone. Wilmore gets to the baseline, in toward the lane, and he's fouled on his way to the basket. He will shoot two as he was in the act of shooting. A two-point lead here for the Electrons of Franklin High School out of the Philadelphia Public League. Wilmore an opportunity to make that a four-point cushion. Wilmer's first, up and good, nothing but nylon. And you see Paulus just sneaking back a little bit behind the Franklin defenders. And it's the head coach that alerts Keon Boykin to that. Ensuing shot is no good, but getting his own rebound is Isaiah Wilmore. Also credit Mike Kane on the deflection out to him. And they will restart now with a three-point lead. Someone blew an assignment on that. And Definitely a hand a check. Shooter. That's exactly right. Can't be giving up those offensive rebounds, and they follow that up with a hand check foul against number 15, Dan Rimaldi. And so LaSalle not... They're starting to rack up the fouls here. They have six so far early in the second quarter. One more, and they will be in the penalty. Another baseline move. Stukes does a great job to reestablish himself after initially taking it free. Moving out of bounds, got back in bounds, got the loose ball, and drew the foul as he was moving down the floor. That's another hand check this time against the center for the Electrons, Mike Kane. Number 20, Mike Kane. His second, And that's very important. I want to go back to that steal by Jared Stukes, Billy, because it's been Kawaji Carter and Isaiah Wilmore who's been able to get to the baseline all day at will. I know we're still early here. And now an ensuing steal. And the Explorers are able to get it right back. So a bit of a crazy sequence there as the Explorers now have trouble getting it up the floor. It's Shane Stark. Stark goes up wildly, throws it off the glass, but right there on the weak side block was Ryan McTamney who finishes all in one motion off the glass. That was a very strange uh, set of events right there. Steal, steal, odd shot. And good rebounding position for McTamney. Now Stukes gets a rebound and is fouled. Just grabbed that because he 
knew he wasn't, he being Keon Boykin of the Electrons, knew he wasn't getting there. He was stolen by Stukes. He's going to be beaten to the ball by Stukes, and that's another foul now against the Electrons. I would say that was a good foul. Good foul to take. It's a 12-11 lead for the Electrons of Ben Franklin High School. Catholic versus Public League. Stukes goes into the backcourt and hands off to Matt Paulus. The Explorers will restart after the foul called against Boykin, who now is out of the game. Stukes has a lane, gets inside over the outstretched arm to the shot blocker, but it definitely affected the shot. Now up the floor quickly are the Electrons, and finishing at the rim is Isaiah Wilmore, Isaiah a really Wilmore. nice pass from Amir Mason. Early on, the Explorers are finding success uh, feeding the ball to Stark down low. They haven't been able to do so recently, and their offense just hasn't been the same. And that time, Stark's throwing it, Stark is throwing it away. He's looking for Stukes, and Stukes only feigned the cut, started going the other way, but the ball was already out of Stark's hands. Not the start the Explorers wanted. Trailing by three at home, under six to play. More room underneath, but an errant pass. Lucky for the Explorers. Then Stukes tries for a bounce or a chest pass. Bounce pass was clearly the opportunity because the long arms of Isaiah Wilmore was there to knock it out of bounds on the breakaway opportunity for the Explorers. Now the Explorers to inbound from underneath their own basket. 5.49 to play and a 14 to 11 lead for Franklin High School. Matt Paulus takes the inbound and gets the ball taken from him. Disbelief as a foul is called on the reach-in against Amir Mason. Head coach Joe Dempsey of the Explorers will take a timeout, and I think he senses that this isn't his team's freshest performance, Billy. No, definitely not. Uh, trailing, trailing 14 to 11. Trailing 14 to 11 currently um, to Franklin. Definitely not the start they were looking for. You mentioned going inside, Billy. I think that's a good point because while this Franklin team has the ability to defend the rim, there's still a lot of space. I mean, they're spreading out the defense. The Explorers, by sending three and four guys to the perimeter, are naturally spacing out that man-to-man -man defense. And nobody is crashing to Stark when he gets the ball inside. Now, there might be a reason for that. They trust their shot blockers, but you're seeing them be able to get to the rim the challenge against this team is finishing there. Yeah, absolutely. Lots of, uh, lots of height down there with, with uh, young Jordan defending the rim. Paulus takes the inbound for the Explorers after the LaSalle timeout. Has room into the lane. Don't think he was actually looking for Phil Held, but it got there anyway. Went through the hands of 34. Who is Zach Chrysler. Zach Chrysler. And now it's held, dribbling with the right, handing off for Chrysler. Paulus cuts to the inside, a great head fake to let Amir Mason fly by him, and he's able to finish off the glass. That was a great cut, great assist. Just overall really good play for the Explorers. Now the Electrons back down the floor. Good pass to the weak side block, but a foul is called on the way there, a player control foul. An offensive foul as number 11, Matt Paulus, stood in and took the charge. After the foul against Harvey, the dribbler on that play and the passer, it will be Explorer ball. They trail by one. 
Stukes into the lane. Good look to Chrysler, and Chrysler is fouled on his way up by Jahil Abdul-Ahad. Chance to take the lead for the Explorers. Chrysler's first free throw is up and good. 14 apiece. 4.55 to play first half. Chrysler's second, doesn't even think about it. Nothing but net. PA announcer Chris Carabella wasn't even down, done announcing the foul before that first free throw was out of his hands. Chrysler, a confident shooter from the line. Now a jump stop right at the elbow area by Isaiah Wilmore. Finds its way out to Jaleel Abdul-Ahad. Now back inside, they find Wilmore. He takes a three. Back iron, no good. Franklin had good position. Now into the lane, Wilmore. A blocking foul will be called as he crashed to the basket. Up and off the glass, it was too strong. But Paulus had great position, was simply too far underneath the basket. And it'll be Wilmore to shoot two. Omar Young, uh, Jordan is showing his showing his effort so far. Um, able to get that get that ball, um, steal it back after the uh, after the rebound by LaSalle, and he was able to uh, save it and get a get a foul call for his team. Wilmore hits his first. Franklin back into the lead. Actually, at this point, just a tie game, 15 apiece. Wilmore now with the opportunity to give the Electrons the lead. Spins the ball in his hands, eyes up the rim. End over end spin, and it's good. Now full court pressure. The Electrons will pick up. It's Jared Stukes. He needs some help back there. Kiska takes the pass from Stukes and gives it right back. This is a new look for the Electrons. They haven't done this yet. And they get the steal. And it worked out. Took the ball right out of the hands of Stark, and now an athletic rim off the back iron, but oh so soft, gets the shooter's roll. Omar, young Jordan. And now a foul will be called in the backcourt, not one they wanted from Jaleel Abdul-Ahad. Into the single bonus now are the Explorers. Stukes with an opportunity at a one and one. You get the feeling this could be a close one here into the second half. Points very important. Stukes unable to earn his second free throw. And free throw line, especially front ends, are where big points are won and lost. Now up the floor, Jaleel Abdul-Ahad. Abdul-Ahad with the cross-court pass to Isaiah Wilmore. Wilmore with a bit of a careless dribble, and then a careless pass stolen by the Explorers. Stukes, one on two, gets through the lane. Nifty move, up and off the glass with the right hand. The step through got to the weak side block from the middle of the lane, evaded traffic, and put it up well. Franklin has a look from the top of the key and it's knocked down a three from Omar Young Jordan. Not the most natural shooting motion I've ever seen, but it went down. What can't this young man do? He's all over the place today. Definitely the leader of uh, Franklin High School's team so far. He's had a great game. They have a couple guys between him and Wilmore. And then Kawaji Carter who came off the bench. These guys are long, they are athletic. And they're not afraid to jump. 
They've gotten some great blocks. They've just straight up jumped over the LaSalle big men on their way to the basket. They are the difference right now. It's a four-point lead for Franklin High School. Philadelphia Public League against the Philadelphia Catholic League, one of the treats we get to see here in the non-conference, the non-league portion of the season. Of course, once the new year hits, Billy, it will be a lot of Philadelphia Catholic League matchups, some Philadelphia Public League against other Public League matchups, and this is a, a real litmus test, an opportunity for these teams to figure out where they are. The Philadelphia Catholic League, clearly the best league in Pennsylvania last year, maybe one of the best in the country. And with some of the additions that Roman Catholic has made, mm -hmm. of course, Newman Goretti's almost continuous strength looks to be much of the same. So LaSalle will see a lot of great competition this season. And frankly here, providing an early test. After the timeout, 3.16 to play. Explorers trailing by four. Full court pressure once again from the electrons of Ben Franklin High School. Explorers yet to successfully break it, now they do. McTamney got to the baseline, held up, and picked up his dribble. Now needs help. Up top, Chrysler provides that safety valve, and it'll be Jared Stukes to reset the offense. Stukes draws a double well beyond the three-point line. And a foul will be called. A very careless play from Omar Young-Jordan. First time we've really made a statement like that, but had him backed up to the basket, just reached over the top. Really an unnecessary foul. Definitely, and it puts him at the line at a, in a game where points have been hard to come by. So big opportunity here for LaSalle. Isaiah Jones comes into the game at 6-1. Off comes Zach Chrysler. Stark misses the first. It's batted out by Stark, and Stukes is there. Stukes, Kiska, inside. A nice move from the freshman. Got to the baseline, is able to finish over the outstretched arm of the shot blocker on a nice feed from Stukes. 21-19. Wilmore, pop up from 18 feet and knocks it down. Nice shot from just inside the three-point line. That was a more natural-looking shot than the one we saw earlier. Stretch pass came from Jones to McTamney. McTamney just bobbles it. Now nearly a carry for Franklin back up the floor. Instead, off to Amir Mason, who knocks it down also from 18 feet. They just can't miss right now. A six-point lead. LaSalle again with trouble getting it up the floor. Shane Stark nearly turned it over. Now it's Isaiah Jones settling down with under two minutes to play in the half. You may remember Isaiah Jones or recognize him from the football team, one of the stars of the team. It's Jared Stukes now drawing a hand check foul against Abdul Ahad. He will go to the line. And that is now over the limit for them. Good thing for LaSalle, they've, most, they've missed both the front ends of the one-and-ones on their two opportunities this afternoon. Now Stukes guaranteed two free throws. First, Clank's no good. That's three missed free throws here in the span of four possessions, Billy. Yeah, very key. Got to get those points when they're handed to you. Stukes' second is up and good. LaSalle now trailing 25-20 to 20 at home, the home opener against Franklin High School. 140 to play, first half. 
Double team comes, but an open Wilmore cuts into the lane a bit too strong off the glass, and McTamney with a strong rebound. Able to shovel it out from the double team. Explorers have some numbers. Stukes right into the body of the shot blocker and is able to flip it high and in off the glass. That was a very athletic finish right there. Definitely didn't look like he had anywhere to go with the ball. But you see, to... you see, Billy, even when they're getting their buckets, how difficult it is and how hard this team is making it. Now a bit of a wild shot from Mason. Explorers run up the floor. McTamney can't finish. And the rebound was originally corralled by Wilmore, but he landed on the baseline as he was going out of bounds. But Billy, that's exactly what I'm talking about. I mean, it's a run out, and McTamney rushes that ever so slightly because he knows who's running behind him, just didn't get it high enough, and the Explorer's fortunate to get the ball back. Yep. Young Jordan has continued to just alter the shots, even when he's not blocking them. He's making it so tough for them to get anything off. Paulus launches a three from the baseline and knocks it down. Tied in the game. It was a nice job by Stukes who got the inbound and the inbounder was Paulus. He rolled right past and served as a natural screen, did Stukes. Paulus able to knock it down and then stepping on the sideline is number 15, Kawaji Carter on the ensuing possession. So the LaSalle Explorers, after spending the majority of this half trailing, will likely have the last opportunity of the first half. Tied at 25, an opportunity to take the lead with 37 seconds to play. Yeah, they're definitely going to hold the ball for the last shot. They and that's if give. they can break the pressure. Paulus instead decides to launch wide open. No good, and the rebound down to Franklin. That seemed like an ill-advised shot right there. Certainly took a chance. He had a wide open look. Yeah. But now you give Franklin the last opportunity of the half. 13 seconds to play, settling at the top of the key is Amir Mason. Now dribbles up toward the logo and resets the offense. Five to shoot, they need to get moving. He's gonna need to launch. Cross court pass to the elbow, the shot is good. That was a great look from Amir Mason to Brian Harvey. The one head fig knew exactly how much time he had and hits the shot from the elbow. It'll be a two point lead for the electrons of Ben Franklin High School out of the Philadelphia Public League. They lead 27 to 25 over LaSalle. Definitely, uh, definitely the way Ben Franklin wanted to uh, wanted to start this game, being able to take the lead. I feel like uh, every everyone's kind of surprised the way it started. Um, that is, besides Ben Franklin, probably they probably expected themselves to do something like this, and they were definitely ready for the challenge. It's been the Omar Young Jordan and the Isaiah Wilmore show so far here. LaSalle has clawed their way back into this game, hit a couple threes late to make it close. But then again, Brian Harvey, the senior guard at 5'8", hits the last shot of the half and puts the electrons of Ben Franklin High School right back into the lead. A good half. We'll come back on the other side, talk a little bit more about this game and, of course, some of the offerings we have here with Bob Long Sports, what you can expect for us and from us the rest of this season. You're listening to LaSalle College High School Basketball right here on Bob Long Sports, and your score at half, Franklin High School 27, LaSalle 25. Elmark Signs and Graphics, your choice for custom signs and design, has been servicing the Philadelphia area for over 30 years. From illuminated signs to vehicle wraps, Elmark Signs is your choice for all your custom signs needs. 
Elmark delivers high-quality signs with a courteous, helpful, and experienced staff. Visit them at lmarksigns.com or give them a call at 610-692-0525. Again, that's lmarksigns.com, 610-692-0525. Go check out their website for some great examples of signs that Elmark has created, and be sure to tell them that Bob Long Sports sent you. lmarksigns.com, your choice for custom signs and design. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to tell you about the good folks over at City Year Philadelphia. Every day, the dedicated young adults at City Year make an impact in high-need schools in Philadelphia and in 26 other cities across the country by serving students who need extra help to stay on track to graduate. If you are ages 17 to 24 and are interested in serving as a tutor, role model, or mentor, check out the inspiring stories at hashtag MakeBetterHappen. City Year is currently accepting applicants for the next school year. Soccer is the fastest growing sport in America. It's about time the most popular game in the world, the beautiful game of soccer, comes to Philly Airwaves. Boozella, the World Soccer Show, presented by the Iron Abbey, is a live interactive talk show dealing entirely with professional soccer. The show exists only to serve the love of the culture, pageantry, and tactical aspect of the beautiful game of soccer. Join Boozella every Sunday from 3 to 5 on 610 Sports. Hey, Bob Long Sports fans, how can you stay involved with the site anytime? A reminder to follow us on Twitter, at Bob Long Sports. You can also access our Facebook group. Just search Bob Long Sports and it'll come right up. And then, if you have a smartphone, you can listen to any of our live programming by visiting the Ustream app, that's U-S-T-R-E-A-M, searching Bob Long Sports, all one word, and you can access any live programming on the Bob Long Sports network. So be sure to stay connected to Bob Long Sports. Bob Long Sports, Bob Long Sports, your daily dose of sports. Sports. BobLongSports.com gives you not only the best radio broadcasts on the internet, but plenty of articles as well. Stay up to date on your Penn State football team. Stay up to date on college football, the MLB, the NFL, and every other major sport out there. Just tune in to all the radio shows and be sure to check our website regularly to see what content we have up now. And when you hear that jingle... Bob Long Sports, Bob Long Sports, your daily dose of sports. Sports. You know you're in the right place. Welcome back to LaSalle College High School. It's the halftime show here of the home opener. LaSalle versus Franklin High School. You can catch all the Explorer games this season right here on Bob Long Sports. And alongside me is Billy Reardon. Billy, as we start to break down this first half, you really can't go much further than Omar Young Jordan and Isaiah Wilmore. The two seemingly twins in their build, their wingspan, and their ability to drive to the hole. I mean, those two have given LaSalle fits defensively. Absolutely. And uh, LaSalle's got to figure out a way to slow them down at, to some capacity because they're just going to keep feeding them until they're just to – it's an advantage that they have to – they have to take advantage of it throughout the game. So we'll see if the uh, 
if the Explorers can make the adjustment. On the other side, Billy, what have you seen from this LaSalle team? I mean, I think in some ways they're fortunate to be just two points down, and it provides them with an opportunity to come back into the locker room, devise a plan, and come out a bit more ready to play in the second half because clearly this team has size, this team has talent, and what is really the great equalizer at all levels of basketball, they have great three-point shooting. Yeah, absolutely. The, uh, the thing with LaSalle, they just, they just haven't, um, they haven't been able to take advantage of the uh, seemingly mismatch down low um, with, uh, with Shane Stark. He's got a lot of not height on um, the, uh, the defenders, but he has a lot of bulk on them. He's sure. able to move them around a lot. So early on, they were able to feed him the ball, and he was he was successful. Um, they were able to score a lot of points with him. But ever since they've uh, they haven't been able to get him the ball down there. So we'll see if they'll make that adjustment on the offensive side. They did take advantage of uh, a couple of mistakes, uh, some ticky tacky type of fouls for uh, Ben Franklin High School. So. Uh, they were able to claw their way back into the game and make it close because at one point there it was about a five or six point game. Right. Yep, LaSalle did well to crawl back in and now they stand just two points down in the home opener this year. LaSalle 2-0 in the year. Franklin High School 4-0, 2-0 in league and one of these teams will walk out of this gym with a loss but both of these teams will walk out of this gym learning a lot about their team against some good competition, depending on it doesn't really matter which of these teams you're talking about. They've showed some good metal, and it's a great early season matchup. We'll also preview the rest of our programming here on Bob Long Sports. As, as you may know, we've been doing a lot of Explorer events. We'll continue with the basketball all year long, as well as some of the bigger non-basketball events. So whether that be hockey, and as we move to the spring to do lacrosse and baseball, and we also promised that we'd sneak in a wrestling match this year. I know that'll be my first time with that, but we're going to sneak in a wrestling match. Rob Stott, who did all the football games with us, I know is particularly excited about it. We're tabbing perhaps G January 13th against St. Joe's Prep, which will be right here in this building, and that would be a nice opportunity. So Bob Long Sports is your one-stop shop for LaSalle Explorer Oh, athletics in general, specifically basketball here this evening and a lot this winter. So we are excited to bring all that to you. We also have an iTunes page, so you can search Bob Long Sports on your iTunes store. Pull up any podcast that we've done for any LaSalle game, basketball, football, soccer, hockey. The most recent hockey game is up there as well from the Wells Fargo Center. A 3-2 nail-biting, heartbreaking loss for the Explorers, but absolutely a wonderful experience for either team every guy on each of those rosters to play at the home of the Philadelphia Flyers. So that's us. Hopefully you know us by now already, but that's a bit of what we do and what we'll be doing over the course of this winter and into the spring. This has been the Halftime Show. When we come back, the second half, LaSalle trailing 27-25 to 25 after a really nice effort here from Franklin High School, and we'll see if LaSalle can make the adjustments and see if we'll see more of the same from Omar Young-Jordan and number 12 for Franklin, Isaiah Wilmore. The size, the length, has given the Explorers fits. We'll be right back. 
Elmark Signs and Graphics, your choice for custom signs and design, has been servicing the Philadelphia area for over 30 years. From illuminated signs to vehicle wraps, Elmark Signs is your choice for all your custom signs needs. Elmark delivers high-quality signs with a courteous, helpful, and experienced staff. Visit them at lmarksigns.com or give them a call at 610-692-0525. Again, that's lmarksigns.com, 610-692-0525. Go check out their website for some great examples of signs that Elmark has created and be sure to tell them that Bob Long Sports sent you. lmarksigns.com, your choice for custom signs and design. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to tell you about the good folks over at City Year Philadelphia. Every day, the dedicated young adults at City Year make an impact in high-need schools in Philadelphia and in 26 other cities across the country by serving students who need extra help to stay on track to graduate. If you are ages 17 to 24 and are interested in serving as a tutor, role model, or mentor, check out the inspiring stories at hashtag MakeBetterHappen. City Year is currently accepting applicants for the next school year. Welcome back to LaSalle College High School in Winmore, Pennsylvania as the Explorers open their season at home against Franklin High School out of the Philadelphia Public League. LaSalle 2-0 on the year, Franklin 4-0, and it's a two-point lead for the Electrons of Franklin. Now LaSalle will take the ball to begin the second half, dressed in their home whites and attacking from right to left on your radio dial. Stukes off to Stark, and the ball is stolen by Isaiah Wilmore. So very similar to what we saw in the first half. Wilmore gets a shot from the baseline. That three is no good. And a good box out by Dan Rinaldi leads to the easy rebound for Stukes. Rinaldi gets it back, now baseline. McTamney steps once to his right after the head fake and knocks down the three. to 28-27, the Explorers now lead by one. And the next ball nearly thrown away. Almost a travel that time from Mike Kane. Joe Dempsey agrees, as you may have heard through your microphone, or our microphone here and your radio set. And now a block comes from Stark. Came right off the hands of Omar Young-Jordan. Stark gets it back. Dribbles twice into the lane. Fouled on his way up. Almost finishes, but rolls off the rim. He will shoot two. Great start to the second half so far for LaSalle. Definitely uh, getting some good looks offensively, good good active hands defensively. So I'm sure their head coach is very happy with, with how they're executing the halftime adjustments so far. Getting the ball to their point scorer, Shane Stark, inside. First free throw, well short, did not even draw iron. Don't normally see that. Stark will get another look, an opportunity to redeem himself from the charity stripe. Stark second, up and good, nothing but nylon. Now a two-point lead for the Explorers, 29 to 27, just under a minute into the first or the third quarter in the beginning of the second half. 
This is Amir Mason, number two. Matchup zone for the Explorers. Jump stop into the lane from Brian Harvey. Feeds off to Omar Young-Jordan. The cross-court pass to Wilmore. He thought about the long three. Instead, backs it out amidst the double team. Explorers making the electrons work here. Baseline, Harvey into the lane. Up and under, finishes. Strong move into the lane and finishes seemingly from his waist where he let that ball go. Now it's the Electrons denying Matt Paulus the ball. Jared Sooks dribbling around. Takes it himself, but the ball's taken right out of his hands that time by Wilmore. Wilmore doesn't have numbers, goes through his legs. A bit too much there, stolen away from Held. Now Stark goes up, wanted to dunk it. Sprinted down the floor and was fouled on his way there. They're finding a way to get it to Stark. Instead of feeding it to him down low, he's taking it there himself. Now Shane Stark to shoot two. 5.57 to play third quarter and a two-point lead for the Explorers. Stark's first free throw is off the front rim and no good. Checking into the game for the Electrons, Marquise Horton. And coming off number 20, Mike Kane. So giving up some size there. 6-1 coming on for 6-6. Stark's second free throw hits the backboard first and comes off no good. Two-point lead for the Explorers. Amir Mason at 5'8". The point guard dribbles up the floor for Franklin. Mason backed it back out. Now guarded by Stukes. Finds Harvey. Harvey right back to Mason. High dribble with the right and will bring it back up top. LaSalle defense clearly working better, and Franklin, to their credit, not rushing anything. Now they're definitely being patient, looking for a good shot. Strong move into the lane, but the follow-through in the shot wasn't really what they expected from Mason. And now McTamney takes the pass down the floor, sets up from three, and drills it. Now Stukes gets a steal. One-on-one. -on -one. Finishes with the right hand over the outstretched arm of Keon Boykin. Boykin losing a shoe in the process, and Franklin needs a timeout. It's a 9-2 run to start the second half for the Explorers, and you see the jump in their step, a five-point lead after being outplayed for the majority of the first half. Definitely, and they, uh, they're controlling the momentum right now. Definitely a good timeout for, uh, for Franklin to try and settle, settle things down and get back into this game. And if you're Larry Ganey, the head coach for this Franklin team, what are you telling them in, the, in this huddle right now? Um, looks to me like they're just making, making a couple too many mistakes. Um, LaSalle's uh, defense has been a lot better so far in the second half than it was in the first half, so they just got to find a way to, to break through, get to the bucket, and start, uh, start cutting into this lead. A point of credit that I'll highlight, and I think a reason that this game, well, it's five points, so certainly not out of reach, but the reason I think this Franklin team can't hang around is that they aren't forcing thing off things offensively. And the, re and the minute they do, this LaSalle team can pull away. But what they're doing is backing the ball back out. They're not chucking up a ton of ill-advised looks at this point. Yeah, maybe they take 45 seconds per possession, but 
that's the beauty or the curse of high school basketball, depending upon how you look at it. But it's the rules. They play by it, and you don't need to take a shot forced in this game, period. The only stoppages you need to watch out for are the end of quarters and halves. So if they can continue to seek out their best shot and maybe wear down this LaSalle defense, I could see that being successful for Franklin. LaSalle going back to the full court press. It wasn't working earlier. We'll see if, oh. There's a steal. Absolutely right, Billy. As if, well as if on command. Nick Tamney will launch number, another three. That is in and out. It was from the same spot and was so close to going down. 4.36 to play, a five-point lead for the Explorers. This is Amir Mason. Mason, a good pass off to number 14, Brian Harvey, and Harvey is able to finish. You see Harvey now, Billy. He's a slasher, and when things aren't necessarily going according to plan, Harvey never has a problem taking that to the rack. Nope. Nope. Best-case scenario, you get the shot in. Worst case, normally, you uh, take a foul. Very aggressive with his, with his take so far. Now LaSalle takes their time getting into their offense. They threw the ball. Everybody touched it. Last to touch it now, Matt Paulus, who is up near the Explorer logo. 3.54 to play, a three-point lead for the Explorers. Dan Rimaldi has it now along the baseline. He'll find Paulus stepping into a long three. No good. And the rebound off to Harvey. Harvey's heels hit the baseline, and LaSalle fortunate to get possession back. Very unfortunate for the Electrons there. They did pretty well defensively, uh, forced a long three, and were able to corral the rebound. This stepped out of bounds. And now to take the pass from underneath the basket, it'll be Chrysler. Zach Chrysler, a 6'7 freshman to inbound. And you see the freshman presence on this team, Billy. I mean, you have, and both these guys have gotten time, Conrad Kiska and Zach Chrysler. And Kiska and Chrysler, certainly for four years, could be fun for me to try to say and, and work through because Kisler Kiska, that could be uh, could be tough. But definitely a tongue twister. But they also have a ton of height, so you, you you're probably going to be saying their name a lot because they'll be they'll be featured throughout their career here. So you're saying I, I better get used to it, is what you're you telling me? Better get used to it. All right, I'll work on it. Matt Paulus now to inbound from underneath the basket. He finds Stukes. Stukes spins with it. Found Paulus beyond the three-point line, but. Franklin was hip to that game and immediately guarded him. Paulus, a very good free three-point shooter as well as a free-throw shooter. And now it's Kiska coming into the lane. He's stripped on his way to the basket. A clean strip from Mason, and it went out of bounds past the baseline. LaSalle will throw in from underneath their own basket once again. 34 to 31, your score. 325 to play third quarter. Paulus. Flashed out, received the pass, but couldn't launch the three from the baseline. He'll back it out. Now Jared Stukes, given a lot of room as he backs up toward the Explorer logo. Paulus takes the pass back from Stukes, and Stukes gets it right back. Now elbow extended, coming off the screen. Rolling now is Paulus. Again, can't get the shot off. Works his way into the lane. Up with the right hand and is fouled on his way down by Omar Young-Jordan. Very hard foul on that. They both hit the deck pretty hard on that one. A unique foul, Billy, in that, I mean, that ball wasn't blocked. It's not like he got hit in the wrist. The ball was never had a chance to go in. It was simply the lack of body control from Omar Young-Jordan. He just fell on Paulus after he flew by. Yeah, and 
he's had so much success with the blocks so far. He's definitely an aggressive player, and that's the type of style he has. So I'm sure he's not going to uh, waver from, from going after guys, even after the foul. Paulus hit his first free throw. Now set to take his second, an opportunity to give the Explorers a five-point lead. Back iron, no good. And the rebound down to Keon Boykin. Boykin now off to Amir Mason, who will set up the offense. Has an open look, top of the key, that well short, but the rebound gobbled up by Omar Young-Jordan and finished off the glass. That was a strange rebound. He was able to catch it at his waist. And Kiska then turns it over. Not strong enough catching the ball. A baseline two is no good, but a bit strong on the rebound from Franklin. Wilmore unable to finish after getting the rebound and has met Paulus in a lot of traffic, able to clear it away. The big guys for Franklin are starting to get a lot of second chance opportunities for their team. Kiska for three, no good. And the rebound down to Omar Young-Jordan. Young-Jordan leaves off for Amir Mason. That's nearly a moving screen but not called, and now slashing to the lane is Marquise Horton. He's fouled on his way to the basket and was in the process of shooting. He'll shoot too. Another good, strong take by the, uh, by the guards for Franklin. We're starting to figure out a way to, how to, a way to get into the lane and uh, get to the line. Marquise Horton. Dribbles three times, spins the ball on his hands, end over and spin, and it's good. Now just a one-point lead for the Explorers. The Electrons crawling their way back into this one. It's been back and forth for the majority of the game. You could argue that Franklin outplayed LaSalle in the first half, and LaSalle has come out with a bit more fire here in the second. Took a quick five-point lead after a 9-2 run, and it's been Franklin that's shown some guts to come right back into this game, and one free throw here could tie it back up. Second free throw is good. Both teams are showing their fight. Tie ball game later on in the third quarter. It's going to be a great finish here in the South. 120 seconds to play. Stukes has the ball top of the key. Feeds off for Isaiah Jones. Jones right back to Stukes. McTamney has an open look from three. That's his spot, and he nailed it. Right from the baseline, big number 35. The senior knocks down the tray. Now Amir Mason. LaSalle feigned pressure in the backcourt. Now to the baseline, guarded by Jones. A crazy shot from Keon Boykin, and it's last touch by the Explorers. It was an air ball, came way short but knocked out of bounds by the Explorers. That was definitely a strange take on that one. Not the best, not the best look. Over the top pass into the backcourt to Marquise Horton. 100 seconds to play, third quarter. Amir Mason, now number two, guarded by Jared Stukes. Stukes now looking for the steal. The double team comes, and it's McTamney knocking it out of bounds. Franklin again to throw the ball in. LaSalle having more success in the turnover department in the second half, both forcing and not giving. Might have an open look from the corner. Well done by Shane Stark to come out and guard Boykin before he could get the shot up. Now inside, 
Stark gets the block against Omar Young-Jordan. LaSalle not with a ton of numbers. Stukes goes right at the entire defense anyway and finishes off the glass. Stark went down after that block. Looked like he rolled his ankle. He's limping at the moment. So we have a stoppage for that. Good look there, Billy, into the backcourt. Stark hobbled. Looks like his left leg slash ankle is what's bothering him. But a really nice finish by Jared Stukes, about one on four that time. Does a great job of stepping through. Not quite the Euro step as you traditionally see, but right along those lines. And Stukes has shown the ability to finish at the glass. Maybe he's watched a couple uh, LeBron James games in his, in his lifetime. I wouldn't Very be likely. surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if all these young men have watched LeBron. Certainly Kobe Bryant. We see this is his last year, a Lower Marion kid. And now it's Isaiah Jones on the ensuing possession for LaSalle who got the block by the rim. So the 6-1 rim protector. You see the athleticism of Isaiah Jones, who's usually the best athlete on whatever field or court you happen to be watching. Showed that ability in football. Now LaSalle back into the offense. Bit of a laser pass there. Paulus did a nice job to maintain it. Paulus feeds off to Chrysler. Inside to Jones. Gets fouled on his way up, and he will shoot two at the line. Good look that time from Zach Chrysler, who, as the defense scrambled around, left Isaiah Jones wide open in the center of the lane. And a push from the back on his way up. Great pass on a very, very tight window. And uh, he was able to get the foul. Jones dribbles three times, dribbles and flips the ball, able to knock down the first free throw, end over end spin. This now is their biggest lead of the game. Six point lead, 41-35, only 2.8 2 seconds left. Right near the end of the third quarter here. Jones' second free throw is no good. Franklin has to get it off quickly. They're not gonna be able to get it off. And it went off the back of the rim anyway, but after three quarters of play, 24 minutes of basketball, your score, LaSalle 41, Franklin 35. Really nice half that time, Billy, and the Explorers coming from down 27-25, able to outscore them 16-8, and that has led to this 16 or six-point lead, I should say, 41-35. to So with eight minutes to play, take me into both huddles, Billy. First for LaSalle. You've come back, you've played really well, but you know these final eight minutes are going to be a battle. What are you saying? For LaSalle, they just got to maintain this lead. They don't got to try and, don't try and do too much with the ball. Be, uh, don't be careless with the ball. Just make sure you, every possession, you get a real good shot off. Um, chew the clock up a little bit because you do have the lead. And, uh, you know, don't, don't let Franklin force you into any mistakes. For Franklin, I would say, that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to force him into some mistakes. So you might see some more, some more press, uh, full court presses. Um, look for them to continue to get into passing lanes, try and create turnovers because their best bet is to uh, control the ball. And they're going to have to start getting some more shots off because even though they have been uh, looking for the good shots, right now they're not taking enough, I would say, because now they're trailing. So. We'll see what they can do with the fourth quarter. Still just a two-possession game, so nowhere near parking the bus if you're LaSalle, but no issue, of course, with making sure you get a good shot on every possession, even if that takes 
a few extra seconds. It's the value and the curse, like we said, of no shot clock in high school basketball. Now a pull-up shot is no good. Trouble rebounding, but finally Chrysler is there to get it. Almost forced a jump ball, but Chrysler was there to maintain it. And now an offensive foul called on the other end against Dan Romaldi. That's Jaleel Abdul-Ahad taking that foul. Joe Dempsey is not happy at all, and Billy, I do not blame him in the least. Jaleel Abdul-Ahad was so low underneath that basket, and I believe he was sliding at the point of contact. Yeah, definitely a tough break for LaSalle right there. We'll, uh, we'll see if, if uh, Franklin's able to take advantage of it. Could be certainly a big call in this game as the possessions get fewer and time gets tighter. Yeah, and uh, LaSalle made the shot on that, on that attempt too, so that's a couple points that are taken off the board. Now baseline, Paulus bodies up. Nice defense from the Explorers. Paulus forces the shot. It was well short from Keon Boykin. And now an offensive foul will be called against Matt Paulus in the backcourt. He was guarded by Marquise Horton and they judged that he extended the elbow. I didn't see that, but I didn't that's why see I'm it. not a ref, I guess. I didn't see it either. We're high above the court here. We have a beautiful view, but we were certainly um, I thought were shielded it was a, I by I thought that. it was a defensive foul, not an offensive foul, so. Could have been, but now opportunities for Franklin here on a couple what end up being turnovers with the offensive fouls. Long three from Franklin, no good. An air ball from Boykin, and a strong rebound from Chrysler, and outlet pass. Stukes finishes off the glass. Thought he got hit on the way there as well, and nearly forces a steal on the other end. Stukes active here, and gave the Explorers an eight-point lead where they now stand with 6.30 to play. Inside move, pulling up from about 10 feet away, no good from Mike Kane, and the rebound down to Ryan McTamney. Paulus loses the ball. Opportunity for Franklin. All the way behind the defense, finishing, but not quite at the rim, was Keon Boykin. Gets his own rebound and does the rest of the job. So give him two and an offensive rebound, huh? He was just trying to pack the stat sheet on that, I suppose. That's he was exactly wide right. up and he just left it laying on the rim. <laughs> give him two and an offensive rebound. And now cut to just a six-point lead with 6.07 to play. We now have a timeout of the 30-second variety. So since we went to break at the corner, this has been a very interesting first two minutes. I mean, first of all, you mentioned the points being taken off the board mm -hmm. with the offensive foul. And a point of note, in college basketball and downward, there were some, some and many new rule changes this year, one of which, and we saw a lot in the pregame, Billy, is you can now dunk the ball in pregame. You were never able to do that in the past, but the big rule is regarding that offensive foul. In the past, if that ball had gotten off your hand by the, I guess before contact was made, I should say, that basket would count. Now if there's any offensive foul called before, during, or after that ball is released, the basket is wiped off the board. So it's a new rule in college and high school basketball that we need to stay attuned to. Very interesting. So the rule change has already had an effect on the game so far. Yeah, and I'm not 100% sure as Jared Stukes fumbles the ball out of bounds. I'm not 100% sure that that ball would have been off his hand. I still think yeah. that that contact came before he released it. But, I mean, once every other game you watch, you certainly may see something like that, especially at the college level. And now you're seeing that wiped off the board. 
A six-point lead. Franklin gets the ball after the turnover by the Explorers. Amir Mason, elbow extended beyond the three-point line. Gets it off to Wilmore. Into the lane, floats, and finishes. Power through some contact there. Wilmore really good with the left hand on the dribble and then finishes strong with the right. Stukes gets behind the defense. A great feed. They're going to wave off the bucket as he found number 35, Ryan McTamney, at the weak side block all alone. This guy, Jared Stukes, is drawing triple teams and getting through them and still able to deliver the ball. It would have been an incredible play, but on his way there, Stukes was fouled. So wiped the points off the board, and LaSalle will take the ball from underneath their own basket, holding a four-point lead with 5.28 to play. Stukes caught the defense sleeping on that possession. He just raced down the far, far sideline and was able to get to the basket pretty easily. Now a bit of moisture on the floor as Stukes went down on that play. It's the fourth foul on Abdullah Hot and the sixth team foul on Franklin. So from here in, on any offensive or loose ball foul, or when LaSalle is on offense, I should say, they will be shooting free throws. Timeout called by Joe Dempsey, a 30-second timeout. 30-second timeout And I think, Billy, this is an opportunity here. This is nothing more than drawing up a play underneath the basket. So don't be surprised to see a stark roll to the rim, a lob of some kind, or a double screen to get a shooter like McTamney or Matt Paulus open. I mean, they've had lots of opportunities to talk and have timeouts and lots of stoppages in the last few minutes. I think this is an opportunity as we get later in the game to try to get a quick two on the inbounds play. Yeah, definitely. Definitely uh you can see him down there with his with his whiteboard drawing something up, so I guess we'll see based on his reaction whether they uh whether they execute it or not. It will be number fifteen, Dan Rimaldi, a six four senior to inbound. Stark is on the weak side block, McTamney on the near side elbow. McTamney, they couldn't get the lob in and it's overthrown. They were looking for Stark. That clearly not the intent. Amir Mason gets into the lane and is fouled on his way there by Isaiah Jones. Not, now, certainly not the way they drew that up. He stood there. This is Isaiah Jones now talking about, but I think Mason was losing that ball by the time contact was made. Really think that Franklin was bailed out on that call. And now Amir Mason caught the defense sleeping, but met the hand of Shane Stark. Shane Stark with a big time block at the near side block. And this time, Amir Mason will throw the ball in. Says, I don't want to do that again. Long three is well long. Didn't hit any rim off the hands of Isaiah Wilmore. And LaSalle back up the floor in no hurry, up by four with 5.07 to play. They're definitely going to take their time, find a good shot, chew some of that clock as it's getting later in this ballgame. Isaiah Jones, the ball handler, finds Stukes on a great cut inside. He's blocked and is able to get it back. Stayed with it well as he was blocked by number 12, Isaiah Wilmore, who came seemingly out of nowhere. Now Stukes gets to the lane, gets blocked again as he tried to evade the shot blocker with the left hand. Just too much length from Wilmore. Now Wilmore has the ball back offensively, gets into the lane, a great back cut. But unable to finish was Kawaji Carter. He did everything but get the ball to go through the hoop on that one. He was wide open. Great cut. Just and unable to finish. 
and ball watching from the Explorer defense in the process. McTamney, long three, is good. Nothing but net. Tongue out, three fingers down as he backpedaled back down the floor, right in the face of Mike Kane, letting him know that he's going to be here the rest of the game, and he is a big-time three-point shooter. A timeout called by Franklin High School. Or actually, I should say by LaSalle. Head coach Joe Dempsey elects to convert this to a full timeout. And it's 46 to 39 now. The Explorers lead by seven. That is just a huge three at this point in the game as we're under five minutes to play. Yeah, and especially with how well LaSalle's defense has been playing, uh, to, to be able to extend the lead with not too, too much time on the clock. Definitely plenty of time for, for the, uh, the electrons to come back, but at this juncture, it looks like LaSalle's starting to control the ball game. Electrons are out of their huddle quickly. So the message was simple and clear, apparently. And LaSalle, on the other hand, still under the direction of head coach Joe Dempsey. This Explorer team just two years ago in the PIAA Quad A State Championship game where they lost to Newcastle High School, a team that had four Division I football players on that team. A very strong team and rolled through all of Pittsburgh high school basketball that season. But LaSalle, they had their first state championship appearance. And after another nice year last year, they returned under the direction, as we said, of Joe Dempsey looking to add more to this great run. Three was no good from Brian Harvey. That was more of a settle. And Paulus came down with the rebound. They're not finding, uh, finding the open guy at this point like they were early in the game. Conrad Kiska lost the ball again. He's had a tough day here in terms of controlling the basketball. And then he pushed number 15, Kawaji Carter, as Carter had him beaten by a step. That's Kiska's second foul. LaSalle's fifth foul. So two away from Franklin being in the bonus. And we sit under four minutes to play in this game, LaSalle with a seven-point lead. And I think you see an immediate reaction to what happened on that floor with number two, Jared Stukes, coming back into the game, Billy. You need to get some good ball handlers out there. And immediately a steal by Stukes. And a foul will be called. Now a whistle. Still don't have an actual call. Instead, the referee had a word with Joe Dempsey first. He's been frustrated for a while. The foul that time was called on Franklin as he pushed Stukes on the way down the floor. But to Billy, to an extent, I understand the frustration from Dempsey. Not that the officials have done a poor job, but there have been a few calls that you have scratched your head at. Oh, yeah, definitely. A couple of offensive fouls called on LaSalle. Stukes. Kind of ticky-tacky. Hits the front end of the 1-1 and earns his second. McTamney will come out of the game. Into the game comes number 15, Dan Romaldi. Stukes now to take his second. It's an eight-point lead for the Explorers. Stukes' second free throw is up and good. Earlier in the game, LaSalle was uh, 
not hitting their free throws. And now they're starting to take advantage of the opportunity, extending the lead. So definitely a good job by, uh, by Jared Stukes on that one. And you can't underscore the importance of two points at this juncture. All of a sudden you need three threes to come back into the game. And the time is clearly an issue as turning the ball over is number 15, Kawaji Carter, who has a nice look along the baseline from Amir Mason. Maybe just a bit too much heat, and Carter wasn't ready for it. Slip right through his fingers on that one. He'll want that one back. Now up the floor with the left hand is the point guard, Jared Stukes. A nine-point lead for the Explorers. Conrad Kiska has it with the right hand. Now Matt Paulus. Paulus will bring it back up top and leave off for Jared Stukes. Stukes gets into the lane, finds Stark, elects to go back out to Matt Paulus. Kiska up and under and is able to draw a foul. Another strong take by the freshman right there. Very aggressive. And that's what we're seeing out of this kid. He hasn't had a ton of high school experience clearly as a freshman. Has turned the ball over a few too many times, but when he gets moving toward the hoop, that's clearly the potential that they see in this kid and the reason that he's playing varsity minutes as just a ninth grader. Yeah, tough to defend with all that length. He's got some, got some good moves, so. First free throw, no good, back iron. LaSalle an opportunity to make this a four possession lead with a made free throw from Conrad Kiska. Now a brief discussion with the officials. All right, after the brief discussion about what we're not entirely sure, they no will idea. shoot one extra free throw. I can't even imagine what it would be about. Kiska. Able to hit the second, and LaSalle now has a 10-point lead. Turning the line for the Explorers, number 35, Brian Antony. Correction on the last foul. Ben Franklin's foul, number 20, Mike Kane. And now we get our explanation. There was a question about who the foul was on, and the foul was actually on Mike Kane, number 20. With a 10-point lead, the Explorers play defense. A very, very forced shot was an air ball. But now the rebound and the feed and the finish that time. Nice rebound from Omar Young-Jordan, who's been much quieter in the second half. Found a streaking Kawaji Carter, who finished at the rim. Now Dan Rimaldi, number 15, is pressured. Dangerous pass found its way to McTamney. Now Zach Chrysler. Chrysler plays back for McTamney and LaSalle in no hurry. 2.15, an eight-point lead. Franklin will need to either foul or force a turnover. And that time the foul is called against number 10. That's Omar Young-Jordan, the 6'6 senior. And it will be number 15, Dan Rimaldi, to go to the line. Now, Billy, still very much in this game. As long as they're shooting one-and-ones, just one miss could essentially be a turnover. Yeah, we'll see. He's able to take advantage of that one. Earns his second free throw by knocking down the first. Now a nine point lead, 50 to 41 for the Explorers. 
McTamney hits his second, and it's now 51 to 41. 2.07 to play, fourth quarter. LaSalle looking to move to 3-0 on the year and a strong second half effort. That third quarter was huge for them. They were able to grab some momentum, get the crowd involved in the game a little bit, and they've just been feeding off of it. Errant pass in the lane from number 15. Kawaji Carter led to the turnover and streaking down the floor up toward the rim was Ryan McTamney. He draws the foul and will go to the line to shoot two. Couple of substitutions coming for LaSalle. It will be Shane Stark and Phil Held coming back into the game. McTamney hits the first, stuffing the stat sheet in the last few minutes of the game. Three straight from the free throw line. McTamney with three dribbles, now flips the ball in his hand. The end over and spin, and in. LaSalle's taking care of their foul shots. And it's now a 12-point game, 53-41 to 41 with 1.53 to play. Franklin's going to need to move, get some buckets, and cause some turnovers. It's Amir Mason, guarded by Isaiah Jones. Comes off a screen, now a three from the baseline. No good off the front of the rim, but young Jordan gets the rebound. After flipping it up, rebound comes back to number 20, Mike Kane, and he puts it in from two feet. Quick timeout for head coach Larry Ganey and the Electrons of Franklin High School. They now trail by 10. And Billy, you're gonna see the full court pressure right now. They need to steal, and if not, they're gonna foul very quickly. Yep, and they got to hope that LaSalle starts to go cold because they've been real hot from the foul line recently, taking care of business as they should. So if you're Franklin, you got to hope they start missing. And, Billy, hot from the foul line is indicative as the guy that's shooting, right? Because if Ryan McTamney is up there taking free throws, you feel very comfortable if you're an Explorer fan. What Franklin needs to do is find which guy they'd most like to see up there, direct the ball to his hands, and immediately try to foul if they're not getting a steal beforehand. And We'll see who they elect, which guy they don't want to see, and whether that ball is kept out of that person or person's hands, and if they can direct it to a guy that they would like to see at the line. Dan Rimaldi will take the ball from out of bounds. Inbound to Matt Paulus. That's a good guy to have the ball. A good ball hander and a good free throw shooter. And they don't want to foul him. Now Ryan McTamney has it. LaSalle, brilliant to get the ball to their two best foul shooters. Now Zach Chrysler had the ball. They had the opportunity to foul. A minute 10 to play. Trailing by 10. Franklin not fouling. Interesting. I, I could have sworn they were, gonna, they were going to foul immediately. I, I'm a little bit surprised as well. McTamney, though, gets to the rim and is blocked. But the foul is also committed by number 15, Kawaji Carter. And that's one of those fouls. That wasn't a ton of contact either. I, I think the referees bailed out LaSalle there. Carter backtracked with McTamney. I thought got most of the ball. Maybe some incidental contact on the way by. But surprised and, and a little disappointed for Franklin that their defense there wasn't rewarded. No, it was a good... Definitely a good possession for them defensively. They were they forced 
forced a difficult shot and just got, weren't able to. And an opportunity to prove Bob Long wrong, too. I thought they should have fouled, but. Yes. Big Tamney. I was with you on that one, though. He's able to hit both, and now the Explorers lead by 12 with under a minute to play. Amir Mason found Wilmore, and Wilmore cut to the basket, was fouled on his way there. He will shoot two from the line. LaSalle, 47 and a half seconds from earning their third win on the year. And their first at home, this being the home opener. Isaiah Wilmore hits the first free throw, hits softly off the front of that rim and went down. Second shot upcoming for Isaiah Wilmore, who's had a nice night. Hits the second as well. And a timeout will be called by Franklin. They will set up their defense. Full timeout by Franklin. That's their final timeout. Final timeout by the Electrons. Next broadcast for us, next Thursday, where LaSalle takes off on South Philly High School right here in this building. That is a 6 p.m. first tip, and you can hear it right here on Bob Long Sports. When does the uh, Catholic League schedule begin for them? Catholic League schedule will begin shortly after the new year, and uh, actually they will play Archbishop Ryan in an early league matchup in about two weeks. So... That is certainly the early part of the schedule, but they really get into it every Friday, every Sunday as you work your way into January and then certainly into February as well. Big year for this Explorer team as they return some key guys, certainly Jared Stukes, who was a super sophomore last year. Matt Paulus was a sophomore who got some minutes off the bench. Shane Stark was a starter. And you saw Ryan McTamney as the sixth, seventh type man, the guy that would provide that spark off the bench. Now elevated roles for every single one of those guys, and you're seeing the benefits that playing last year reaped for these guys. I mean, for everything that we've seen out of the two freshmen, Chrysler and Kiska, you can just can tell when guys have had more minutes at this level. And a foul was called in the backcourt as Ryan McTamney caught the ball. He will go to the line to shoot two more. Ten-point lead for the Explorers. Franklin High School holding on to last hope here. And they will actually call the foul. Well, they'll still call it on number... Actually, they will call it on Amir Mason. So there were a couple could-be foul calls. But they'll call this one against Mason, and it will actually be number 11, Matt Paulus, to go to the line for the Explorers. Not the guy you want at the line if you're... Your Franklin High School at this point. And you see LaSalle, they've put some good shooters on the floor. Stukes back on the floor as well. Paulus, McTamney, as well as Zach Chrysler and Dan Rimaldi. Paulus hits the first free throw, putting the Explorers up 11. Under a minute to play, fourth quarter. Paulus flips the ball in his hands and knocks the shot in with end over end spin. He will check out of the game. Conrad Kiska back in and Dan Rimaldi will come out of the game as well. Isaiah Jones comes in to replace him. 
12-point lead for the Explorers, 57-45, to 45, under 40 seconds to play. Harvey thought about the shot. Instead, baseline look. Three will be well short by Marcus Horton, and the rebound down to Isaiah Jones. Pass up the floor to Jared Stukes, steps through a double team, but the double team doesn't go away. And they force the steal, but it's right off the foot of number 11, Keon Boykin. And out of bounds, last touch by the Electrons. Great pressure by the Electrons on that one, just weren't, weren't able to catch the ball. And Zach Chrysler with a great dive toward the hoop, just fumbled the ball. Couple of fumbles on the last few, few possessions. Ball's getting slippery out there. Final 16 seconds. Long three is no good. The rebound down to Young Jordan, who will launch another three. Harvey with the rebound. He'll step beyond the arc. Wild shot will not go in. It's followed up and finished by Keon Boykin, but that'll be it. As the clock runs out and the Explorers earn their first home victory of the season and move to 3-0 on the campaign with a win over Franklin High School out of the Philadelphia Public League by a score of 57-47. to Yep, I think Franklin definitely showed some people that they can play tonight. They're they're, uh, they stuck with LaSalle. In fact, they were leading LaSalle at LaSalle, so that's not an easy thing to do. Um, they stuck with them throughout the game. LaSalle just was able to pull ahead at the very end, but very good very good effort from, from the Electrons, and I'm sure head coach Larry Ganey, though they weren't able to get the win, I'm sure he's happy with what they were able to accomplish tonight. The Explorers outscore the Electrons 32-20 to in the second half, and Clearly, that's where this game was won. They hung with them. They were outplayed in the first half, maybe came out a little sluggish, but were able to keep their heads, devised a nice game plan at halftime, and executed it to perfection, earning themselves their first home win of the season. And keeping that record undefeated. So it's always good to, uh, always good to ride a winning streak to begin the season. An early season win for the Explorers. A very team performance, so tough to give our Elmark Signs and Graphics player of the game, but Ryan McTamney, the one that will win it, he hit some big threes in the second half to put the Explorers ahead and then big free throws late to earn the victory. Toss in some rebounds as well. He had an all-around stat sheet stuffing game, and he is your Elmark Signs and Graphics player of the game. And Elmark Signs and Graphics is your choice for custom signs and design for anywhere in the Philadelphia or greater Philadelphia area. It's a 57-47 win for the Explorers of LaSalle. And for my color commentator, Billy Reardon, I'm Bob Long saying so long from Winmore, Pennsylvania. The Explorers a winner, 3-0 in the year with a 57-47 victory over Franklin High School. We'll see you next time.